Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. I fear that our desire for perfectionism and our desire to match our male counterparts could potentially have detrimental health effects. And we have taken on this badge of honour, which is called busy, and I would like to challenge that. Hi, it's great to have you on Your Career Podcast. I'm Jane Jackson, and thank you for listening. If you're a new listener, why not subscribe to this podcast so you're the first to listen to each new episode that'll provide inspiration in your career? Just go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio if you use an Android device and click subscribe. I've also a free Kickstart Your Career audio course that you can find on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Jane Career Coach. See you there. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Welcome back to My Careers Podcast, where I interview fascinating professionals who've made amazing career changes. And today I have such a special guest. I have Susie Jacobs on the show, and she is leading the way in a new paradigm for portfolio careers. She's also a business mentor and entrepreneur and is the co-founder of Finesse. Now, she's currently mentor to five of what she calls kick-ass clients and is a sought-after MC in the corporate world, gracing any stage with her charisma, charm, and fabulous sense of humor. And I've experienced this, so I know she's great on stage. She has over 30 years in business and has worked in areas including manufacturing, health and lifestyle, business education. She's worked in the UK, manufactured products in Vietnam, and currently operates from Sydney. Susie sold a business venture, She Business, in 2017 to create something new, a portfolio career in the new gig economy. She works no more than 20 hours a week, and whenever presented with an opportunity, she asks herself these three questions. Will I add value? Will I have fun? And can I make money? Then she chooses. So let's find out a little bit more about Susie. Welcome to the show, Susie. Good morning, Jane. Thanks for having me. And I tell you what, I'm listening to you introduce me and I get really excited. I just, <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank well, you. Well, I'm really excited too, because honestly, going through your LinkedIn profile and also knowing you as well, you've done so many amazing things. And I think you need to share your story with even more people. So how about just to kick us off with today's interview, tell us a little bit about your career aspirations when you were a little girl. It's funny, Jane. I don't think I was, I I don't reflect and see myself as a particularly career focused person. Um, I have a great sense of sort of fun and belief in who I am, which allows me to be quite 
big picture thinking and I have an attitude which is uh, trusting myself to make stuff happen. Uh, as a kid at school, um, I didn't do particularly well. I had far better things in life um, to be doing than sitting in the classroom. The, my key areas of interest, though, was history and commerce. I love the idea of business. Um, and I left school and went straight into business. So I think that I always had sort of a, a trader's mentality, a get in there and, and do the work um, to experience it. So I think it was always, in fact, when I look back, it was always about who I was being rather than a specific idea of what I wanted to be. Mm. And do you feel you've stayed really true to yourself throughout the years? Good question. I think if I look at my 50-year-old self now, I think it's quite common, is I reflect back and I go, oh, God, if only I had the wisdom and the know-how I have now way back then. Mm. Uh, so, yes, I do. I do think I've stayed true to myself, but it's been unconventional. Mm. Right, so people around me. If you said to me, "Okay, well, tell me the steps of how you've got to where you've gone," it is uh, coming back to that that trusting myself um, and being willing to do it my way. Which meant I didn't go to university, I didn't join the corporate world, I didn't wait, work my way up the corporate ladder. And uh, so it may have been trickier, it may have been more difficult to navigate at times. It may not have been as clear in this sort of planned, strategic view of where I was going, but at the very heart of it was a, a trust and a belief in who I was, the skills I have, and how I could apply them. Mm. And you know what always comes through whenever anyone is in your presence is there's so much enthusiasm and passion and authenticity every time you speak as well. So it's it's all that sort of inspiration. I think you've always, I mean, I feel that you've always trusted in yourself and your own ability. You know, with your early days, and I'll just quickly whiz through, you, you worked at IBM as a customer relationship manager in the early days. You were with a, a company called Think Lateral Company as a client relationship director. You were a lifestyle coach and personal trainer and ambassador for the 2014 New South Wales Women of the Year Award. Then you founded um, She Business, which was an amazing networking group. And now you're co-founder of Finesse, uh, which which establishes what is it it's a um you service generations of wealthy families and adapt the needs of successful and prosperous women how good is that so uh, it, it, it's a, yeah it's amazing jane and mm. and just listening to you and going back to your question mm. um that there is there's a thread through that so that now i'm clearer about what i was aiming for the 20 years ago so it was um those, as you said, the trust and belief. Uh, I've always been passionate about, uh, um, and what's the word I'm looking for? Not, it, not just doing what society says is available to do. And so when you talk about that passion and that inspiration, it's because part of what I want to share is our willingness to shake up the society we live in for the greater good. So, yes, for our own enjoyment and our own experience of a life and our own careers. But I think that too often our 
our thinking becomes myopic. It, what we see is what people say is available to us. And so, yeah, I've always been client-facing. Uh, I, I love customer service. I love uh, dealing with people. I like the, the sales experience. But it is always been uh, with, this, with this idea that we need people to question the norm, question the status quo. And now at 50, I can see how I've always done that in every job I've had. So again, I didn't follow the traditional career path, step after step after step, because I think I was edging towards something different and working towards something different. Mm. You know, that really would provide great inspiration for a lot of my clients who I'm coaching through career transition. I love what you just said, not doing what society says is available to do. Because when you think, okay, so so here's a job, here, here I can apply for it, or, oh, I'm getting too old and, you know, there, there's going to be ageism in the workplace or whatever it is, you, you, we put so many limits on ourselves, but you, and we are myopic, as you say. But if we question the norm and say, okay, this is what people expect can be done, but actually there's so much more that we can do, this is inspirational, Susie, and you have done it in your career as well, because you've now created this sort of gig career, you know, it, it's like a portfolio career. Um, and you're an MC, you're a speaker, you're a coach, you, you mentor and inspire um, women in the workplace. So, so tell me a little bit more about what you're doing right now. Sure. And Jane, you know, it's, um, I, before I just go back to my career, it's, it's a message wrapping it up uh, for my kids. So I've got a 20-year-old and an 18-year-old. The 20-year-old's a musician and my 18-year-old's just doing her HSC. And the message I give to them is uh, always be able to generate your own value and always be able to generate your own revenue. So, it, so for, again, it's a different view of about how they're going to approach their career. Um so I just wanted to, to mention that because I now listen to my son and, and he was talking to me the other day and, and he said, it's the question I always ask myself. And so when he goes and gets an opportunity to be working with a producer, he doesn't just deliver them the one piece of music they want. He delivers them six versions of it. And he re realizes that he, he has that mantra about him. And when you're able to always provide value and always um, have an opportunity to see yourself contributing to revenue, it gives you a different perspective. Yeah, that's a good um, sound bite, Susie. Generate your own value and revenue. I'm going to tweet that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's a Susie Jacobs quote. Very good. There you go. There it is. <laughs> um, so then how I've applied it to, I apply pretty much the same principle to my my own life. And the the clearer we can get and you know women particularly but lots of human beings are not very good at owning what they're good at so let's put aside industry or professions and ask ourselves what are we good at what do we love doing so when I sold uh but in the in the sort of the year prior to selling she business uh I really got to own that I'm I'm just I'm really good on stage and I love it. Um, and I'm really good at having honest, truthful conversations which make something available for people around me that they couldn't see 
before we spoke. So I have a way of speaking, a way of talking, and I have 30 years of experience in business behind that. And that combination is really powerful. So I didn't particularly want to start a new business. I wanted to make sure I was doing much more of what I loved and could provide the greatest value. And as you said at the beginning of our call, I have those three questions. Uh, Can I have fun? Uh, Will I add value? And can I make money? And so... I, again, I don't think I was particularly conscious that I was creating this portfolio career in this new economy called the gig economy. But speaking to a mutual friend of ours, Joanna Maxwell, when we went to her book launch, it turns out that's what I was doing. Mm. And so, uh, so one of my experiences I found when I had a business was I ended up doing a whole bunch of stuff I really didn't like and I wasn't good at. And... That's not helpful to anyone. So the, the, this, this idea of these three channels I look at, emceeing, which is my, my fun time on stage, business mentoring, where I go and deliver mentoring to CEOs, females, building businesses, you know, around the one, two million plus uh, level. I know I can absolutely shift their experience of being a leader, their experience of being a CEO and the results that they deliver in their business, without a doubt. I don't want to build a whole, a whole business around it. So I just go, okay, if I'm delivering this service, how do I want to deliver it? What price do I want to deliver it at? And then I find the clients. So I don't, I'm not building a marketing funnel. I'm not building a sales funnel. I'm not building lead magnets. I, I rely on word of mouth. And I get to do this extraordinary work in the way that I want to do it, where I know it can make maximum impact. And I've worked out that I can take on no more than five clients doing it. Right, right that's great. Yeah, I think working with five clients that you can really give them that devoted time and get to know them and understand exactly what their key challenges are. So it sounds like what you're doing is you're helping to empower these already powerful women to get even more personal and professional satisfaction and of course that financial freedom which is so important to all of us as well yeah absolutely you know i talk about the your the and it comes back again not being limited to society so a lot of our what we see is available to us is either defined by society or our family and friends uh i think there's another way of being which uh, is about looking inwards rather than outwards and getting to our truth. And then when we get to what I call your unshakable truth, that's when you know you've got this core pillar within that is your compass and your reference tool for everything you're doing in life. And as a leader, as CEO, CEO of a business, that's an incredible place to operate from. Mm. And it affects not just your business results, but obviously your your uh, personal life as well. So, but, you know, I know that I don't, that is, that's a commitment from me to them. It's a commitment from them to me as well. So five is my number. And that means I don't need to spend a lot of time doing anything else in that area. And that frees me up then to go to the stage and go, you know, once I realised and I owned my truth about how much I love, I just love having fun on stage, right, and I can, I can play there. So once I owned that, I gave up the idea that I had a great message to share with the world. I, I, I don't need to really be a keynote speaker, right? 
But what I'm good at is narrating and facilitating and, and threading stories. So I, I help create an event and add another dimension to the learnings and to the, and to the results of an event. Um, and it's fun and it's a niche area and not many people are working in that area. So being, finding that truth and then being able to, it gave me the opportunity to identify that niche and then take action. Great. You know, clarity. Uh, and so that's that's what I do in that area. And then the other one is taking similar skills to the financial services sector and really being able to use my communication skills to decode uh, the financial uh, industry and the language that they use, making the exclusive accessible, breaking down those barriers and offering uh, the growing cohort of women who are building lucrative businesses and lucrative careers, the ability to, uh, we already work hard, right? But to, the ability to learn how to make their money work harder and you know, it was not something that we were ever taught in our traditional education. And there's an opportunity for us to really uh, get that we're in, in some ways we're still working from a quite old-fashioned model around finance, you know, buy a house, pay it off, buy investment property, pay it off. But when you're do when you're successful in life and you've built that lucrative career and business, actually there are much smarter ways of ensuring that you can maintain your lifestyle later on in life and are you willing to go on that journey learn what those things are be mentored through that process and uh really make your money work harder and that's what i'm doing in the financial services sector yeah you really have such a holistic approach to your career and the services that you're able to provide as well and you work only 20 hours a week that just sounds like nirvana doesn't it and and Jane yeah <laughs> look it, it is beautiful and mm. i think partly it's also a message to women i fear that our desire for perfectionism and our desire to match our male counterparts could potentially have detrimental health effects and we have taken on this badge of honor which is called busy and i would like to challenge that and because i think that we're heading for a bit of a car crash if we don't so uh what am i what am i doing about it and i don't just so we're really clear and to you, all your listeners it always doesn't always work that i only work 20 hours a week but that's my i, I think i need to be vocal about it so that other people start perhaps question what they're doing in their life. Um, and secondly, it allows me to go back to those three questions, make sure I'm choosing my projects with great consciousness because if I'm, if I'm not doing that, I'd rather sit down on the beach and read a novel. I'd rather do other things other than be busy and work. Mm, you're absolutely right there, because so often, especially uh, people who are running their own business as well, so often you're chasing the, the next client or the next assignment or the next project. And you say yes, yes, yes to so many things. And you might not have the capacity to be able to deliver. And then you end up being burnt out. So many of the clients that I coach are just exhausted as well. And then if you're able to learn to say no, and choose only what really makes your heart sing, which is obviously what you do, you've got five clients who I'm sure you love working with. So when you're working with them, that's 
you know, a joyous occasion, plus it's really beneficial to them. When you're speaking on stage, and Susie, I've seen you speak on stage many, many times, and it's, you're, you, exude joy when you're speaking remember (laughs) remember last year you were at this this um event and you were telling everybody about your travels and it was the funniest story and you were just being yourself basically (laughs) and and getting lost you know in the wilderness and being found that story that story that That was so Mm. interesting and actually it was so Susie wasn't it yes well Jane here's the good news I'm going back on another adventure next year um and uh hopefully this time I won't get lost (laughs) But it hasn't stopped me. I'm going up into a new part of Australia to go go out trekking because it, that made my heart sing as well. I, mm. I love those open spaces, that, that time away from the walls. And, you know, I, I, going back to that point about busy, Jane, and I when you talk to me about the, your working with clients, I just I get sort of a feeling, a heavy feeling around me because, you know, we are responsible human beings who have choices. And so when we, on one hand, we wear this badge of honour, uh, but then we, we, we can feel the impact it's having on us, right? It's depleting our resources. So where is our responsibility in turning notifications off our phone, not going on, uh, onto, onto Facebook, not, not using our hours, just being distracted by that kind of stuff? And, and what lies behind that is fear, and we have a lot of fear running through the world at the moment. And I feel that, you know, there have been times and there still are times where I think, oh, my God, you know, the fact that I'm just not out there on social media and I'm not writing content, I'm not buying into everything that, oh, my God, what if other people are getting ahead of me? And I just go, oh, there's my fear brain talking again. And it comes back to that thing I, I said to you that I wasn't aware of as a young person, but this trust trust in myself, a belief that I'm a survivor, I can make things happen, uh, and a willingness to trust myself and just live in the present and let the take the rest take care of itself. Mm. Um, but if I'm not willing to trust myself, then that's when I fall into fear and then I'm just playing a game that is... You know, for me certainly was kind of unrewarding, mm-hmm. um, and and as I said, I, I think I'm fearful that. In fact, I'm fearful. I worry for people's mental and physical well-being by being on that treadmill. Um, so you know, and uh, as you say, you you hear this with your clients, but to really recognise when we're operating from fear rather than from trust and belief and. And, and a very central part of ourselves. Yeah, you know, so so often when I'm coaching, I use this head, heart, gut methodology because so many of us are in our head or in our heart, how we feel or what we think we should be doing. And we don't listen to that little voice of authenticity, which obviously is what you are doing. It's in your gut because deep down inside of us, we know what's right for us, but society is telling us something different. And and this is why I love that saying, not doing what society says is available to do. That's another great Susie Jacobs quote. <laughs> now, <I'm laughs> Thank you, Jane. Yeah. Now, I'm sure our listeners would love to be able to get in touch with you. So tell us, where can we find you, Susie? Well, it won't be on social media, Jane. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of quiet there at the moment. 
Look, I have a website uh, called Susie Jacobs. That's S-U-Z-Y-Jacobs.com. It is not a marketing funnel nor a sales tool. It's just an expression of who I am and tells you tells people a little little bit about what I'm up to in life. People can get in contact with me there. Uh, there's an email address. Uh, they'll find me on LinkedIn. Uh, and I'm always fascinated why, uh, uh, you know, hearing from people, finding what people are up to, what's challenging them. Um, so my, my encouragement is if, if anything I've said has resonated, please reach out. Don't let the fear of not good enough, oh, what do I really have anything to say, uh, we are, any of that sort of stuff to stop you in your tracks. Mm. I'll have uh, your links on my show notes on janejacksoncoach.com. And so if anyone wants to reach out to Susie, reach out because she'd love to have a chat. Now, Susie, thank you so much for your time. Really, it's so much fun talking to you as well. And I know you're a busy woman and you'll be rushing off to another meeting in a minute. So if we can have you on the show again, say in another six months, and let us know how your, your portfolio career is blossoming even further and how your trip went when you go traveling again, that would be fantastic. <laughs> well, if I make it back from my trip, it would be my absolute pleasure. <laughs> and thank you. It's such a delight uh, talking to you again. Our paths don't cross nearly enough uh, these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's I've been looking at what you're doing and, and just your style of interview is just gorgeous. So thank you very much for having me on. And it's been fun. Thank you so much, Susie. Bye. Thanks, Jane. Bye. If you'd like to find out how coaching can help you, visit janejacksoncoach.com, where not only will you be able to listen to other fascinating interviews from professionals who've made amazing career changes, you'll also be able to download some free ebooks and guides on how to manage your career effectively. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.